Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode, now I'm going to ask you, have you ever had a wet dream before? Many, countless, too many to remember. <laughs> so wet dreams for me, it's just, a, it's just... And it's just basically like a spin-off for them and they go, go off and do their stuff and fight bad people and be parents. But yeah, I mean, are you looking forward to this? I'm kind of not that interested in it. Let me see. Let me check my database. <laughs> this film has been back and forth like a Leah. This movie has got a 100% rating on Rotten Tomato. 100%. But yeah, watch Dave. It looks like a, when you first see it, you think, what's this shit? But stick with it. It's mad funny. Mad funny. Say hello to my little friend. Are we ready? Are we rolling, Devaldo? Yes, we are ready. We are rolling. And, and we are action. Here. <laughs> we are here <laughs> folks another episode the 19th of may and this is our this is our second year devaldo this is our second year of doing this this is crazy we haven't reached our 100th episode but this is the start of our second year this is great because we're only a few episodes away from our 100th episode but it's great to know wow. that you know what this has been we've kept on doing this like through thick and thin through covid no covid we are going through just like a one-off thing do you remember we said okay let's just do it and we just got let's together just do and, it. and did it and we're still doing it it's it's, it's mad and it's like just to show sometimes mad. starting something is the hardest thing once you start exactly. snowball effect keep it rolling 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 exactly. rolling rolling the balls effect. All right. Okay. So, Devado, um, who are we shouting out? Who are we shouting out? We got a shout. This, this now. This shout is interesting. Out. Yeah. This. 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 Uh, this is a special shout out, and this is a shout out to not a person but a thing, and uh, this is a shout out to Avengers Endgame. What well, a share! I should. I should, I should say uh-huh. the Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. It should be Avengers Infinity War because that is the reason why we are here. And uh, yes. we began doing this podcast because we saw Avengers Infinity War and we thought it was great, as Tony <laughs> the Tiger says. And we, you know, you can go back to our first, first episode. It probably went on a bit too long, but mm. <laughs> the whole episode was just, you know, talking about Avengers. There was no format. It was just a big conversation. <laughs> And remember, <laughs> we've, even, we've even got a YouTube uh, video about it. That, oh, is, that no, YouTube oh, video no. took about a week to edit. I ain't going to lie, man. That was amazing. But yeah. That, that episode that, that was is, like mm. a, a two hour monster, wasn't it? It was over two hours, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh my gosh. But yeah, but that was all the way back on the 16th of May, 2018. And here we are two years later. So, you know 18. what, Avengers... 2018 yeah um so yeah so a big shout out to avengers infinity war which kick-started the whole thing and uh here we are so um here's to the next two devaldo uh all right okay so now let's start off with some movie news and uh this is yeah i'm really interested about this one now devout boba fett All right. Okay. Now, Boba Fett is this kind of legendary character from the Star Wars universe. And whenever Boba Fett's name comes up, people are like, oh my gosh, man. Yeah. The Mandalorian, Boba Fett. Um, We've always wanted to know kind of, you know, who this character was and, and, um, you know, the history behind this guy. And I suppose the comics go into it a lot, but are we, 
What's happening in terms of see, actually seeing him on the big screen or the small screen? Yeah, so Boba Fett, I mean, Boba Fett is a, Boba Fett is a deep, deep, deep character. People love Boba Fett. And uh, we obviously originally saw Boba Fett in the original Star Wars trilogy. And then we saw, oh, what was his son? You know, in the Clone Wars, when you and McGregor Django. went to that planet where they create clones, Django Fett. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. So, Django. I mean, the Fets, they are a. <laughs> the Fets. <laughs> the Fets. <laughs> but yeah, the Fets are. <laughs> they are loved, uh, like, like. I got to call them a family, a duo, a people. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they are loved throughout the Star Wars universe. And the news is uh, that Boba Fett is supposed to appear in Mandalorian season two. Oh. And uh, this, yeah, that's great news. And because we, we kind of saw a hint of that in, in the Mandalorian season one, when uh, yeah. I think... Uh, uh, Agents of Shield lady who was uh, kind of you know <laughs> dying. I think. She gets killed. <laughs> in, yeah, in Agents in, of Shield lady. Desert, yeah, and then someone walks up to her with the kind of Boba Fett type looking clothing, uh, and he has the the spurs on his boots jangling. And only Boba Fett yeah. so far in the Star Wars universe has had those spurs. So that sparked up a lot of hype as to Boba Fett's appearance, which has now been confirmed, and he will be played by the original person that was in the Clone Wars, Tamura. Morrison, uh, is he a yeah. Kiwi or something? He is, he's some a Kiwi, down, yeah, he is. Some down under anyway, but yeah, so he's going to be playing, I understand, Boba Fett, so that's great news. So really looking forward to that. I think I think filming's already happened with Mandalorian season two. So yeah, yeah when, that, when that airs in October, November, I cannot wait. I have spoken. <laughs> I have spoken. Uh, <laughs> Nick Nolte in that. I didn't even know it was Nick Nolte until you mentioned it to me. And... Um, mm. He was brilliant as well, man. That little character of his. Uh, yeah, again, I second that. Whatever you just said, I second all of that. Okay, now, Perry, no, Percy Jackson. Let's speak about Percy Jackson. Or if we want to go all historical, Perseus. Ah, um, yes. Deval, what did you make of these movies? Per, per, Perry Jackson and the Lightning of the Bolt or whatever it was. I mean, did you did you catch any of those? Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief or something, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought, you know what? It was kind of all right. It was like a kid version right. of, uh, 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 what's it called again? T- the Titans. Uh, yeah, Clash, Clash of, of the, the Titans. Titans. Yeah, it's like a, a kid's version of Clash of the Titans almost. And I kind of liked it. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't think it was that bad. Was it one or two of them they made? They made, they made two. And I think now Disney Plus are talking about making a, a new TV show on Disney Plus service. So this is going to, this is great for fans of obviously Percy Jackson, yeah. but I mean, um, yeah, it makes sense, right. For them to kind of, you know, breathe life back into this franchise. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think it's just another example of the Disney Plus platform adding content and uh, trying to compete with Netflix and Amazon. This is what they have to do. And the only downside or maybe, challenge for disney is that all the content or most of the content has to be their ip which i guess is a challenge which is is forcing them to have to create more ip so yeah it's, yeah. it's a good thing it's going to cost them money but come on come on man disney money is like 
Gosh, man. Money. <laughs> Money. And you know what? I mean, I didn't put it on the, um, I haven't put it on the movie news, but what was, there was another one, I think it's called National Treasure with Nicolas Cage. They're talking oh, yeah. about bringing, bringing that to the Disney Plus service as well. So listen, bet you they are working on loads of loads of things now. So don't be surprised if we kind of see some of these movies that came out. And they're going to be TV shows. All right. Okay. Now, Devado, uh, you and I, we're both fans of the movie, which was Extraction starring Chris mm. Hemsworth. And this was a yep. great, great action, you know, brilliant, brilliant fight scenes in there, gunplay, you name it, rickshaws, like swords. Um, it's, it's got the whole thing, right? So this is done really, really well. Chris Hemsworth is really good as a kind of mercenary in that movie. But what's going on? Are we going to see an Extraction Part 2? Yeah, it looks likely. Uh, extraction Part 1 was uh, great. Uh, a lot of people watched it. it broke records with uh, viewing, I believe, on... Uh, on, Insta- on I was gonna say Instagram <laughs> on Netflix, <laughs> and yeah, from the no spoilers, but there is kind of like a, a tease that there could be a sequel. But yeah, confer- confirmation extraction two is going to happen, and that's gonna be a yeah, that's gonna be great. Hopefully, same director, same everything. So uh, let's see what happens with that one. Also, uh, Trigger Warning is a uh, another action film that's going to be happening on Netflix. That one's going to be starring Jessica Alba. Uh, Jessica Ooh. Alba, oof, she is one hot, hot lady. Uh, very astute uh, businesswoman as well. She has her own. Uh, is it Honest? What's her What's her brand? Yeah, I've, I've heard about this. Yeah, she's got her own thing, right? Yeah. yeah, she's she's like she's she literally has made almost more from that than she has from acting. She is a really wow. really successful businesswoman. So she doesn't act that much anymore compared to before. I think now she's in uh, LA's Finest, which is like a a spin off to Bad Boys, but a female version. Bad Boys. Uh, so yeah, so Bad Goyles. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> looks good. LA's Finest or Miami's Finest or something like that. But either way, they're fine. We know that <laughs> they, they are. They'll always be yeah, fine, no matter what. Um, <laughs> yeah, Netflix. that's good. So, that's that's yeah. great. I mean, yeah, it's been a, it's been a while since I saw anything like Jessica Alba. I mean, I think it was like Sin City. I reckon I saw her last something in something like that, Sin City. But yeah, it'd be good just to see her in something. Um, all right, okay. Now uh, let's speak about Ryan Gosling. Now Ryan Gosling is he's I think he's been a bit quiet. It's been a bit quiet for Ryan Gosling. I haven't seen him much in any movies. Uh, I don't think there's anything upcoming over the next you know couple of months that Ryan Gosling's in. However he's going to be working on something or there's going to be a return to space, right? Devado for him. Yeah. for Yeah. That's it for sure. He is returning to space. So yes, uh, Phil Lord, uh, Chris Miller, who we heard last uh, from the sort of attempt to direct uh, the solo movie. Uh, they began that and they ended it when they had creative differences with, with, uh, with Disney. Uh, and then uh, the happy days guy took over forgot his name now <laughs> uh, remember the happy oh, days shit. The, the redhead howard ron Re- howard, uh, yeah, he, he, ron howard does it, yeah. happy days Rich, richie cunningham yeah so uh so yeah phil lord and and uh, chris miller also were like they they involved in making spider-man uh in spider-verse into the spider-verse which was uh oscar yeah. nominated i think it won an oscar for something as well animation so they are they've got yes, good pedigree. Right. i think they were also involved in 21 jump street Cut to the chase, cut to the chase. Ryan Gosling is going to be starving in a film directed by them. 
Uh, and this film is meant to be a really good film about a man going out to space to try and save the human race. Didn't mean it for that to rhyme, but it did. Uh, <laughs> and this is a book uh, by Andy Weir, who also wrote the book for The Martian. So good yes. space pedigree. So I reckon that's going to be a decent film, hopefully. Uh, let's hope uh, Ryan Gosling's second foray into space is a more successful one. Yeah, I mean, like Andy Weir, that that movie, The Martian, great movie with uh, Matt Damon. I thought it was a cracking movie, good science fiction movie, that one. All right, now let's speak about this movie, this one, which doesn't just doesn't go away, this one. Well, we've still yet to see it. So we're talking about New Mutants. So this movie is going to hit the cinemas apparently this year, Devaldo. When are people likely to see this? Mm. Hmm, let me see. Let me check my database. <laughs> this film has been back and forth like a Leah. Oh, man. I'm telling you, yeah. So this is going to come out now. Finally, it's been confirmed. <laughs> it's been confirmed uh, 28th oh, of August. Uh, so, yeah, let's see if that actually happens. There's a new poster for it. There's a slightly new trailer. Uh, yeah. It does look interesting. They have made some good changes to it from what I understand. So, yeah, it They've should had enough be time. good. We'll have to wait and see if it is good. Had, this film was supposed to come out in 20, I want to say 18, early 2018. This was supposed to come out before Infinity War. <laughs> so yeah, February 2018 was meant to come out, but we still ain't seen it yet. So it'd be funny if they, if they do a press tour for this, because people like Arya Stark, who's in this film, she would have, she would have aged a lot within, because if it was meant to come I out know. in 2017, it was probably filmed in 2017, 20, yeah, it was 2018, filmed in 2017, slash 16. That's three and a half, four years ago. She would have grown a lot. So she would look totally different in her press tour yep. than when the film actually comes out. So let's see, let's wait for that one. I know. And also imagine some of the questions that people are going to be fielding, like, do you know, what was this, what what was the experience like and everything? And they're going to be like, shit, I can't even remember what the experience was like. It was such a long time ago. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm listen, look, I mean, remember we joked about this movie. We were like, oh shit, this movie, we're never going to see the light of day of this movie, but then saw some trailers and I was like, okay, yeah, this is, you know, bring it on, bring it on. And, but obviously because of COVID then, you know, it screwed everything up. Right. Okay. Let's, yeah. <laughs> yeah um all right let's speak about this now this is something interesting okay so mm. folks as you know uh hugh jackman he was wolverine for god knows how many years a long time he was he was a wolverine and he's kind of like in a lot of people's eyes he's the definitive on-screen wolverine all right so for some people, there isn't going to be another Wolverine, right? Because for them, it's like, no, 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 no. No one else can play Wolverine. So the last time we saw Wolverine on the big screen was three years ago in a brilliant comic book movie slash, it, it, it was almost like a drama, like comic book slash drama slash Western type mm. of, a, a, you know, type of a film. So Logan. And after Logan, Hugh Jackman, he said, right, that's it, folks. You know, uh, that's all. He said, basically, that's all, folks. No more. But apparently, Devaldo, Kevin Feige has left the door open for Hugh Jackman to return. Now, Hugh Jackman has said, I'm not going to come back and make another big, um, you know, Marvel movie you know, as Wolverine. However, apparently the rumor rumor has it that he's willing to come back and play Wolverine in, you know, as a cameo. So oh. possibly kind of like sets it up and then it kind of, um, 
you know, because obviously we, the, the mutants need to be introduced into the Marvel Universe and, you know, it, it could be the snap, this, this, this talk of, you know, Thanos' snap um, affecting the universe and they're creating multiple universes and so therefore, you know, his snap or other snaps created mutants. So I don't know, it sounds really interesting, but um, what do you reckon? Do you think he could come back, at, you know, and do like cameos? I reckon he won't, to be honest. I think he actually closed the door on that one with Logan and it was a really fine ending for a character he had played for 17 years since 2000. Obviously I would want him to come back, but I think he should stay away. It's, it's like, it's, it'd be almost like a, a Robert Downey Jr. coming back. It sort of rubbishes the whole sacrifice, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think they should, they should look at a new character to do it. And I've seen someone who I think would make a really good Wolverine whether he's Ooh. maybe too old or something yet. I'm not sure what kind of age they're looking for, but I don't know if you, I don't know if you watched Picard. Uh, not all of it. No, no, Picard. I haven't seen it yet. No, 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 yeah, no, no. There's, there's a guy in it. He's, he's like a pilot. He's a bit of a, like a, you know, he's like a Wolverine type quite character. He's very grudgy. He's a bit mean tempered and he actually has got almost like a Wolverine haircut in Picard. Wicked. And he's got the physique and stuff. And I think I could easily see him playing Wolverine and I think he'll do a good job. I don't even know what his name is, but if you look at Picard, look at who the pilot is, he's one of the main characters and yeah, he would, I think he'll do a good job, but we'll have to wait and wow. see. But yeah, I think they should close it all, close it on Hugh Jackman. He's he done his bit, done it really well. Let him go out in yeah. the band. Don't bring him back just to cameo. It doesn't really make sense to me. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the only thing that I think about is, is that it's because he kind of, you know, he made that role his. Yeah. So for a lot of people, the casting is going to be a big thing. And if they yeah. don't get the casting right, people are just going to be like, nah, I don't want to like, you know, they, they, they got to get the casting right for this one. So yeah, hopefully they pick someone really, really yeah. good. All right. Okay. Now, um, what do you think of the chances of Keanu Reeves, folks, Keanu Reeves being the new Ghost Rider in the MCU. Deval, what do you reckon? You know what? I could see this happening, you know, because I understand, from what I understand, uh, Marvel have, you know, they always chat to Keanu Reeves about possibilities of getting involved. And uh, Keanu Reeves is an avid, avid, avid motorcyclist. He's got his own, he, he sort of co-owns a company uh, that, yeah. like, like, you know, that pimp up your motorcycle, your motorbike. And uh, he... <laughs> Like he rides bikes, he loves bikes, and I could I could see him as the Ghost Rider. You know, he's got, he's got that kind of. Imagine John Wick that can't like. Imagine John Wick, uh, Neo, and Keanu Reeves mixed into one character with a chain of I know. fire, and doing the penance there with a motorcycle that leaves <sighs> fire behind him. I and mean, come on, that's oh worth the entrance gosh, fee alone. You know, I know. And he's I got that kind of supernatural. Yeah. He's got that. He's you know he's yeah. he's done the supernatural thing before as well. Like obviously Constantine. with Constantine, so it yeah. kind of makes sense, you know, yeah. just seeing that. Constantine oh, had, that, had that relationship with kind of like hell, isn't it? And he's exactly he's halfway there. He's, he's halfway there. He's living on a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> 
Easy, man. Devout no is pulling out the old and golden ones, man. Bon Jovi, shit. Oh, was that Bon Jovi? I don't even know who it was. No, shit. No, who is it? Living on a Prayer. Yeah, know. Living on a Prayer is Bon Jovi. Yeah. yeah I, I oh, clean, shit. Mate. Okay. Um, all right. You know what we do have a clue, though, about yeah. is... So Black Panther 2 and Guardians mm. of the Galaxy Part 3, these are definitely coming. So these are movies which will definitely be hitting the screens, folks. And Devout, you're here to tell us a bit more about them. Yeah, so uh, we know these are definitely happening, like you said. Uh, but what we found out is that early 2021, so literally less than a year uh, from now, uh, filming is due to start for Panther 2 and Guardians 3 simultaneously. By then, uh, we know James Gunn would have finished. He would have wrapped and uh, probably... When's, it, when, when's Suicide Squad 2 coming out? I'm not sure. But yeah, either way, he's free to commence filming with Guardians 3. We've waited long enough. Uh, Black Panther 2, there's a lot of speculation that Namor, the Submariner, may be involved in that as some sort of... Uh, whether it's a, I don't know villain or maybe he starts out with a villain then they start being pals who knows but yeah black panther 2 so far we don't know anything about it guardians 3 uh we know that the the guardians 3000 uh sylvester stallone's team are going to be involved in that obviously yeah. the guardians will be, are involved you may get beta ray bill adam warlock may be involved i mean damn Guardians 3 could <sighs> be the one so uh, i can't wait till they start filming that one for it to be released in 2022 at some point hopefully so yeah. Uh, yeah that's that's the news so far on those two and with guardians 3 i think james gunn he's been on record he's one he's been on instagram or something and he said someone will die mm. so the stakes are going to be high folks and we don't know who that's going to be but i mean be prepared bring your toilet paper or whatever it is that you want to use to wipe your tears or your ass or whatever man um in the cinema screens okay so lame, man. i can see on the program it says superman so i know <laughs> i know what you're doing <laughs> I know, I know. I just want to let there be a bit of suspense, man. Come Sorry. on. I our, our, listener, our audience members don't know this. I know. Uh, let me just erase yeah. that. Um, right, Deval, Superman mm. and Lois. Superman and Lois. Like, do, do we need a Superman and Lois? I don't know. Well, but check it nah. out. See The CW, exactly. The CW are bringing Superman and Lois Lane to the small screen in January 2021. They they filmed a pilot. Apparently, the test results were, were pretty good. They ordered a whole show. We're going to be seeing, well, America's going to probably be seeing that first and then in, in the UK you know, it'll turn up on, on Sky One or something like that, on Sky Atlantic or whatever yeah. it is. But check this out. So Superman and Lois is going to follow the couple's challenges with the stress, pressures and complexities of being parents to sons Jonathan and Jordan. And as they work out whether or not the boys will inherit their father's superpowers. So so it's basically kind of like a spin-off from the Arrowverse. And obviously these, the, the 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 actors playing them are the ones from the ones who've appeared in uh, Supergirl, in The Arrow, and in The Flash as well. You know we've had those crossovers, so people will have seen Superman and Lois before, and it's just basically like a spin-off for them, and they go go off and do their stuff and fight bad people and be parents. But yeah, I mean, are you looking forward to this? I'm kind of not that interested in it. I, I'm not. 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I saw uh, Superman and uh, Lois coming into the whole, you know, the uh, the Arrowverse, the crossovers yeah. and stuff with Supergirl. And I'll be honest, yeah, the, the Superman, I'm not too keen on him. I know. Uh, and, then the, and then the Lois, I don't know which... <laughs> Where the where, hell did she come from? I don't know where they found her. <laughs> but she needs to go back. I know. They I'm need to like another multiverse, man. Seriously. <laughs> just get a new, like, you know, new. Oh, God. I don't know. I don't I'm know. Where, that was it. the first I'm reaction. I'm not even going to watch it. Exactly. Yeah. I know. I know. All right. Okay. But anyway, just for you folks, you're, you know, you CW fans and, you know, you want to find out what those guys are doing, <laughs> you'll be able to find out next year. Now, Devout, tell me about this. This is. Who's this guy, man? Ex-baseball player, Jose Consejo. What is this? Jose yeah. Consejo. Jose Consejo. Yeah, so he, he actually was one of the leading baseball players. He scored the most home runs in one season. Uh, he hit the most out of bounds uh, in a season as well. Uh, highest paid baseball player in like 10 years. And all those wow. stats are just made up. So I ain't got a clue who he is. <laughs> I ain't got a clue. <laughs> what he's the a hell? <laughs> he's an ex baseball player basically he 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 is one of those players uh or sports people that you know he's quite in tune with the human body and all that kind of stuff and he believes that the brain is more powerful than it is he's one of those people that you know he believes this and that's something that he's always had that belief but he's actually started to have uh dream control seminars so if you think back Whoa. to like movies like uh I don't know, Inception, where, you know, in your sleep, your mind is doing all kinds of shit, you know? And even think about your own life. Like, I, I and I actually believe it. That's why when I saw this story, it's not very much a movie, movie story, but I had to fling it in there because it's in, uh, the, the movies sometimes connect to things that are supposed to be real life, which is, which is what science fiction is, you know? And, uh, yeah, think about your real life. I mean, when you sleep, you have your dreams. Sometimes you remember them, sometimes you don't. Now I'm going to ask yeah. you, have you ever had a wet dream before? Many, countless, too many to remember. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so wet dreams to me, it's just, a, it's just a, it sounds crude, but it's not. It's an example of the brain like working at a higher level than your conscious brain or your conscious mind can. Imagine when you're sleeping, you're able to think of something happening so much so that you ejaculate. Do you know how much, <laughs> you know the effort it takes to ejaculate? I know. Obviously, you know the effort. <laughs> I know the effort, yeah. Uh, but hang on a second. But just, just let me just stop you right there. But when, yeah. okay, if that was happening in my dream world, why? Mm -hmm. when I was growing up, I was just thinking, why can't that happen in the real world? Exactly. <laughs> Which is what he is doing. Uh, uh, Jose Conteco is trying to uh, enable people to control their dreams and control their mind. Think about the fact, if you could, if you could, if you could have a wet dream when you're conscious, imagine the brain power that... You're controlling your body's physiology just from your mind. Isn't that just wanking though, let over porn? <laughs> but that's the thing. You're not you're physically not touching yourself. And that, that can open up a realm of all other things you can control. Like you can make yourself sweat on command. You can raise your heart level or lower your heart level on command. That could stop people from having heart attacks or, you know, high blood pressure. You, if you could control your body, just for with your mind. Imagine what that can unlock, which is what he's trying to do, control your dreams. And that goes further into controlling your mind. I mean, it's a, it's a fascinating realm of possibilities. 
I would want to go in that seminar for sure. But you should definitely it, because but... you need to control your you need to control your little thing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Nah, you know what? No, no, right no seriousness. It's it's, it sounds really interesting. Mm. <laughs> well, it sounds that. interesting. No, seriously. In just to get people thinking. Inception could be a real thing, guys. So watch this space, eh? Watch this space. What's this about George Miller? Um, What's George Miller up to? All right. Now, George Miller, director of Mad Max 1, 2, and 3, and then obviously the kind of reboot, remake, which we all saw, which was uh, Mad Max Fury Road, fantastic movie, won an Oscar, crazy stunt starring Tom Hardy, Charlie Theron. Famously, they didn't get on during production. And just recently, Variety, uh, newspaper Variety magazine, they did a, a whole kind of big thing on them and actually spoke to Tom Hardy and Charlie Theron and they admitted the reasons why they didn't get on and a lot of it was down to them being scared so it was down to the the fear of they didn't know what they were doing they didn't know what George Miller wanted from them so they were kind of they, they, they kind of lashed out at each other for you know which is what I kind of got from this but listen apart from all of that stuff you know it was a great movie but now apparently there's going to be a spin-off movie called Furiosa and George Miller is going to be back to direct it and it's not going to be starring Charlie Theron. And um, yeah, people are going mad about this because obviously the Mad Max Fury Road movie was a great, great action movie. Loads of stuff going on in there. And um, yeah, man. So George Miller is going to be back. And for fans of the, obviously the Mad Max universe, this is great news. I can't wait to watch it. I can't wait to see what happens. Uh, we don't know who's going to be playing Furiosa or like, you know, who Charlie's Theron is going to passing the baton on. We don't know if Tom Hardy's going to be in this, but yeah, man, like, you know, be prepared for another crazy out there movie. That's going to be crazy. And and do you know who's going to be uh, taking over the role? I heard it was going to be uh, uh, Jodie Comer. Is that her name? Jodie Comer from uh, Killing Eve. Yeah. And also Anya Taylor-Joy is like name has been kind of uh, been banded ah, about as well. That's so a good, um, that's a good one too. Yeah. 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 So that should be interesting. Mm. And now let's speak about this, this now, yeah. this next piece of news I want to quickly mention. Now, uh, Michael B. Jordan, great actor. You know, he's been in some great movies and we spoke about Black Panther before he, you know, obviously he was Killmonger. So he played the villain in that. He's been in Creed, etc. Apparently, Michael B. Jordan is rumoured to be playing Scarface in a Scarface remake. So the movie, which was kind of originally made in the 1930s, was remade in in the 80s, starring Al Pacino, uh, written by um, uh, Oliver Stone, directed by Brian De Palma. And now... Your man MBJ is looking to get in on the act. And yeah, man, this is this is really, really interesting. Directed by, let me see. It says the film is finally happening and Luca Guadagnino, who's the who was a director and producer of a movie called Call Me By Your Name. Did you ever watch that one? Oh, with Army Hammer. I never got I've not seen it yet. No, I heard it's good though. I've, I've heard it's good. It's got Timothy Chalamet and Army Hammer. Um, so the guy who directed that movie is apparently working on this one and is going to be a new Antonio Mantana and it's going to be uh, Michael B. <laughs> Jordan. So yeah, man, this is crazy. Like seeing that. Wow. Say hello to my little friend. Is anything yeah. like Killmonger, then he should be good. He should be good. He's going to be a great villain. He's going to be, well, not a villain, but I mean, he's going to be great. He's going to be this person that you root for who, 
you know, gets greedy and then shit happens and like, you know what, we'll see, yeah, we'll see what happens. Right. Okay. So Mark Wahlberg, um, he's working again with Netflix after his Spencer Confidential. I have not seen that movie, Devaldo. Have you seen it? Nah, it looked kind of dry. So I didn't, I didn't even. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. There's too many things to watch, and that was at the bottom yeah. of the pile, to be honest with you. But apparently, so Mark Wahlberg is going to be returning back to Netflix, but in a James Bond inspired movie. So kind of like a spy movie where I don't know, you know, he's you know he's an international spy. Who knows? You know, guns, explosions, hot chicks, fast cars, you name it. I'm sure Mark Wahlberg is going to kind of. You know, he's he, he makes those types of movies, right? You know, he, he's an action star as well, Deval. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but was it Mile, Mile 22, uh, Transformers? I mean, the list goes on. Yeah, exactly. So he's no stranger to action movies. All right, now um, let's quickly get through some of these other ones. <laughs> this one makes me laugh. Walker, Walker, Texas, Texas Ranger. Ranger. Duval, tell me you remember this, this Chuck, Chuck Norris, Norris program. Yeah, Walker, oh, Texas God. Ranger. <laughs> you know what? It's just so funny that that show, right? Oh my god! It's it's a, it's got a cult following, obviously. Yeah. I think they they still show it on TV. I mean, it's so corny, man. The fight scenes are so corny, but you know what? You get yeah, this guy is a legend as well. But apparently now, Walker Texas Ranger is gonna be coming back to the screens, and they've roped in Jared Padalecki, who is one of the brothers from Supernatural. And, um, something which I just recently just found out, which is something really shocking to find out, that show has been going on for 15 years, 15 seasons. What? Serious? Supernatural has been going on for 15 seasons. And you know what? I still, I think it's not done yet. But one of the brothers, Jared Padalecki from from Supernatural is going to be playing Texas Walker Ranger. So, um, oh, so that's a dark haired so, one, isn't it? I think. I think, yeah, is it? Um, I'm not sure so, yeah. which one. Wow. Um, but apparently if you go online, there's kind of like a logos already there. The, the TV show is just going to be called Walker now. And imagine just, just kind of, you can probably imagine Chuck Norris appearing in this, him, him like having a cameo oh, yeah. and everything oh, yeah. and like, you know, yeah. maybe his dad or something in it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. So that was te- uh, Walker, Texas Ranger. So look out for that one. And finally, the Rock, on? The Rock and Emily Blunt Devaldo, they are teaming up for a superhero movie and it's going to be coming to Netflix. And what a team up because I still haven't seen, um, is it Jungle Cruise? Yeah, that's, uh, well, that hasn't been released yet. That's why. Uh, no. <laughs> okay, <laughs> shit, I didn't even know that. <laughs> right, well, check yeah, this out, no. right? So... Yeah, go on. No, no, I was going to say that. It, it's, uh, it should be out. Well, it was originally supposed to be out in July, I think, or June. But with this, it, it will be pushed back for sure. It'll be pushed back, right? Uh, well, yeah. check this out. Here's the premise for this one. Netflix, they've acquired the rights to a comic book called Ball and Chain. And it's going to be starring Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt. And it's going to be written by Oscar nominee Emily V. Gordon. And it's adapted from the 1990s comic of the same name. And it's about, about a married couple going through relationship uh, issues and who also have superpowers. But they only work properly when they're together. So imagine like those Hancock. two bickering. <laughs> you like Hancock, yeah. Yeah, like Hancock. Oh, wow. Okay. So... Uh, um, it sounds interesting. So imagine this, you're going to probably get a bickering couple. They're always going to be fighting. They've probably got a kind of, you know, save people, but the powers aren't working because they're not obviously, you know, teaming up together and they've got a kind of, 
I don't know, get through all of that stuff. But I mean, yeah, it sounds interesting. And what a combination, like Dwayne uh, Johnson and Emily Blunt, when you see them, they're like, you know, they look pretty cool together. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching Jungle Cruise. Actually, I just want to see that chemistry, that dynamic. But yeah, man, like Netflix is is getting in on the act as usual. Mm. And yeah, I guess that they must have, they must have had so much chemistry, The Rock and Emily Blunt, that they want to continue that. So yeah, I guess... Should be good. Exactly Should right. Good. Okay, box set watch list, Valdo. What can people watch? Box sets. Ooh. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna whiz through these. Uh, so first one, we, we actually mentioned Jodie Comer a little while ago. Uh, Killing Eve. That's happening at the moment. Uh, going strong on HBO in uh, I think internationally here in the UK, BBC. So far, they've aired six episodes of uh, season three, so you can catch season one, two, and three right now. A uh, really good show, really clever, uh, Killing Eve, like an assassin, but with a with a <laughs> mad personality, very likable, but at the same time, she's killing people, which is really bad, <laughs> but uh, it is what it is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll catch that now. Really good, guys. You won't you, you won't be disappointed with that one. Uh, next one I watched on Netflix, uh, Trial by Media. And this is something that we can all relate to. Uh, we've all seen it. We've all been part of that jury and, you know, the public opinion goes into the media, the media drive the hype, and if someone's on trial, you know, your opinion of, of that trial can have an impact sometimes. Look at OJ Simpson, look at all the, 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 the all these trials that happen. Uh, uh, well, I guess President Clinton's not really on trial. He wasn't on trial, but still public opinion, you know. And this show talks about different stories that have happened in the past uh, that are really major stories that happened and the trial was literally on TV and people in the media, you know, drove the public opinion. It's a really, really good show. There's about six or seven episodes of it. Each are like an hour long. Uh, one of the episodes is about uh, shooting that happens in, 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 in America. This guy, immigrant, he shot, uh, he shot 42 times by police. What? Shit. On his own, on his own doorstep because he looked suspicious he had no oh weapon, nothing. And the police people got off. He was shot 42 times. Yeah. You tell That's me what mad, kind of man. threat deserves 42 bullets. He's got no weapon. It's crazy. I mean, after the first five, I mean, usually, mo- I mean, after, after one, most people are down. One? But five, yeah. I'll give them five if needed. But because it was by four different people. So they all just let loose. They got off. Uh, enough, there's all the different cases on there, but I don't want to spoil them all. Really interesting show. I watched all in a day, literally all in one day. Really good. So trial by media, go and watch that. There's some very, uh, very famous cases on there as well that you will remember. And then Putin, a Russian spy story. I caught that on Channel 4 here in the UK. Uh, I think internationally, I'm not sure where you're going to find it, but pff, it's a really good documentary. Three parts. And it shows the life of uh, Vladimir Putin, uh, the Russian uh, prime uh, president. And this guy is gangster. I don't he know how much man. more I can say it. He is the epitome of gangster. Like the things that he did, his influence. He is just, oh, he's gangster. He is, he is actually a legal gangster. And he's a billionaire. He's worth like about 40 billion. This guy is, and, and all the people that have like died in his wake, the poisonings in the UK, uh, in, in Salisbury, in London, 
and all these things happen and you know the, the, even the uk government can't do shit about it because russia are too powerful this guy somebody got poisoned in salisbury salisbury is like a really small town out in the sticks yeah somebody was poisoned there that had links to putin and the they they caught the people that poisoned this person and they asked them what were you doing here in Salisbury? They said, oh, uh, <laughs> we came to Salisbury to see the cathedral. <laughs> the cathedral. And they're like, what? The cathedral? Yes, it's very popular. Very famous in, 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 in Russia. Very famous cathedral. That's why we are here. And it's like, what are you talking about? That's such a lazy season. We need to see their faces. They can't even act. They look, they look like <laughs> they spies. They can't even act. Yeah. They oh, killed the man. Shit. Oh, cathedral. This guy, Come right? On, man. Putin, he's got um these pictures of him like um I don't know if you've seen this, but this picture of him with his top off and he's got like he's posing with the um, Yeah, riding a horse. <laughs> riding a horse and stuff. Oh my gosh, man. This is, this guy Yeah. Oh my he gosh. Is a, man. He's a hunter. He wrestles. <laughs> he is just this guy is crazy. He is yeah, he, he was president. Then he stopped being president. He picked his successor to be president for one term. And then he oh he became, God. he came president again. <laughs> he was president again. He's been this president guy's for not ages. coming out of power. <laughs> this guy is crazy. But yeah, Putin, really good documentary. Three parts. Last thing Sounds I want to talk good. about is a show called, yeah, a show called Dave. Oh, this show. A friend of mine, uh, uh, Gavin, he recommended a show to me. It's on BBC here in the UK. It's on FX or Fox internationally. This show is so, so funny. Half an hour episodes, 10 episodes. It's about this uh, white Jewish uh, guy in America who wants to be a rapper. And uh, obviously, like, you know, the the rap game is the way it is. I mean, it's it's one of those uh, reverse, uh, reverse, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Like culturally reversed, almost... uh, uh, you know, uh, like things. Because there's more African Americans that do rap or are famous sure. for rap than white guys. And he's like the Eminem of this sort of piece. But he's a, he's a good rapper. He's a funny guy. He's got all these issues, like relationships and whatever, whatever. He's got an issue with his dick, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> and it makes it all the more interesting. But it's a really good show. I watched it all in pretty much a day and a half, half an hour. It's not much of a of a commitment. But yeah, watch Dave. It looks like a, when you first see it, you think, what's this shit? But stick with it. It's mad funny. Mad funny. Does, I'll just talk about I'm one just scene at it right now. One scene where he's having sex with his girlfriend and for some reason it's not doing it for him. She finishes, she goes to sleep. He goes into the next room. He's got this like blow up uh doll. <laughs> he's oh got a gosh. blow up doll. But it's not the it's not the full body, it's just the legs downwards. <laughs> <laughs> the legs downwards, and he's, he does it from behind. And you see him do it before. So after he finishes with his girlfriend, he goes into the next room, he gets this thing out and he's doing it. And then she wakes up and needs to go to the toilet. So he's in the bathroom, isn't it? And he's like, oh no, wait, wait, wait. She's like, oh no, I need to go piss. I need to go, I'm going to piss myself. Wait, wait, wait. So he throws this doll into the cupboard. (laughs) She runs in, pisses in the toilet. While she's doing it, the doll falls out of the cupboard. (laughs) 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 You just see you just see the legs. She's like, what's that? She's like, oh my gosh, we just had sex. Why did you need to come in here? And, and oh my gosh. It's so is funny, bad. but yeah, that's all I'm going to spoil. But yeah, go and watch okay. that, guys. Dave Sounds good, really man. Funny. Yeah, Kevin, Hart's, uh, Kevin Hart is, uh, is a producer on Dave, actually. 
He's a producer on Dave, so he's got nice. good influence. Also, Trial by Media, the Netflix show I was talking about, executive producer yeah. uh, George Clooney as well. So the, the heavyweights uh, uh, are producing some of these shows. Mm-hmm. They're getting on the out. They're getting on. So next, uh, I'll quickly whiz through uh, what's out on Blu-ray, uh, well, yeah. digital download for most of you. Also, this is also on Rakuten. You can win uh, a voucher to watch these films if you so wish. Whoa. So stick to the end of the show and we'll tell you how. First one is 1917. That's the World War One epic directed by Sam Mendes. Won some Oscars. Really, really, really good film. Uh, and uh, the other film I've got on the list is Bombshell, which uh, I, guess, I guess relates to 1917 because there were a lot of bombshells happening then too. But <laughs> yes. jump forward 100 years, bombshells are much different. Uh, and this one's about uh, sexual discrimination, I believe, or even sexual... Uh, uh, I'm not sure if it's actually harassment or sexual abuse or yeah, but a sexual of a sexual nature, harassment or abuse in the workplace, in media and uh, yeah. how these uh, women had to sort of overcome that. I think it's a true story or comes from a true story. So very, yeah, very I saw it in cinema. Oh, you saw it. Okay. There you go. There you go. Yeah. And I, yeah, I know I reviewed it on the show. <laughs> yes, you did. I remember now. <laughs> just thought i'd remind you there uh, you know what it's a decent movie and it's like fox fox network they like you know they were wankers and um oh, this is okay. one this one disgusting like big boss was was oh, the yes. one and it had nicole kidman margot robbie in there and um charlie's theron so yeah great acting uh two great movies so folks stick around till the end and you could be watching those movies should you wish to should you wish to uh, so next we've got, what's the new one streaming and trailers? What's this? My Spy. Oh, yes. My Spy is the new film uh, with uh, uh, Batista. And it's a film where ah. he's a spy. He's like a gangster spy. And he now has to uh, uh, sort of teach a young girl who wants to become a spy. Uh, so he's like a, he's like a CIA operative, basically. And he finds himself having to... I guess, look after a nine-year-old girl and she's no ordinary nine-year-old girl. She wants to be a spy too and get involved in the missions. And, and she, uh, she sort of says to him, if you don't take me on board, I'm going to tell everyone who you are and what you do. (laughs) So he has to, uh, (laughs) take her on board and, uh, teach her the ropes. It's like an action comedy, uh, decent film. Batista's becoming a proper actor now. You know, he was a wrestler, even in his wrestling days, he wasn't the best on the mic. So he's done a lot of work to become an actor. So respect yeah. to him. So, yeah. Well, listen, I've got a trailer that I think people should go Ooh. out and watch. Okay. And, um, yeah, so this one's called Unhinged and it stars Russell Crowe, a very portly Russell Crowe. So, um, this movie is interesting because apparently the makers of the film want to release this movie on 1st of July. So they, they are touting this movie to be kind of the first big movie to be released actually in cinemas. They don't want this to go to VOD. And um, the other big movie in July, which is looking like it may come out or it wants to come out, then is Tenet on July the 17th. But this movie, Deval, uh, and obviously listeners, go out, watch it. It's Russell Crowe. He is a mad man. Like, seriously, he's... You, do you remember the movie um, with Michael Douglas called um, Falling Down? 
Oh, that's a great film. I love that film. Great movie. Love right. that so film. So basically Michael Douglas having a bad day, has a breakdown and he goes ballistic, right? Well, in this movie, this is uh, Russell Crowe having a bad day and he literally just goes mad, 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 mad shit to the point where he goes stalking, where he's like violent and you just watch the trailer and you're like you realize why the title is called unhinged because he really is unhinged and it's really interesting to see him play a role like this i haven't seen a russell crowe movie in years man i don't know what this guy's been doing obviously eating a lot (laughs) and um yeah man it, it looks really interesting so they want this movie to come out in july i'm not sure Obviously, cinemas, whether or not it's all going to work out fine because of all COVID. But yeah, man, this is looking good. It's called Unhinged. Go out and watch the trailer and tell us what you think. The second trailer, I mentioned this movie before. This is uh, The Five Bloods, directed by Spike Lee. It's coming out on Netflix on June the 12th. So less than a month away. And man, does this look wicked. It stars Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman. It's got Delroy... Delroy Lindo, is it Delroy Lindo? Lindo, Delroy, Delroy? Lindo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delroy Lindo. It's got the guy from The Wire, you know, she. Oh, Senator, Senator um, Clay Davis. <laughs> that's it. So, um, so they're all kind of friends. They've, they're, they're Vietnam War veterans. They had a rough time, obviously, in Vietnam. There's shit that they did. They need to go back to Vietnam to, you know, there's shit that they need to get over it, but also there's, there's treasure there somehow. And uh, the movie, it's got a cracking soundtrack. It's got Spike, that Spike Lee vibe to it, where it's got energy or it's got rhythm. It's, you know, it's a Spike Lee joint. So, you know, he mm-hmm. director of Black Klansman and Inside Man, those are great movies and stuff. So go out and watch it. And I can't believe, man, Netflix have got this movie. And for me, this movie, I reckon, you know, this is a cinema movie you know, if I'm being honest, but I mean, yeah, we're going to get to see it on Netflix in less than a month. Can't wait for that. That's going to be good. That is going to be good. And just to kind of let everyone know, this isn't a great, this, we reviewed this movie, obviously in uh, Halloween, October, 2019. Was it? No, did Val, was it 2019 or 2018? 2018. And um, we kind of weren't too keen on this, but I just thought I'd mention it because that the talk of this movie always makes me laugh when I think about the episode that we did on Halloween and um, (laughs) it still cracks me up that episode but if you're really really into your Halloween movies Halloween is going to be coming out on the 23rd of May on Netflix and you can go out and watch that one we already spoke about uh, Ryan Gosling being up in space. Uh, First Man is going to be coming out on um, Netflix on the 23rd of May. And also Snowpiercer, the TV show based on Snowpiercer, the uh, Bong Joon-ho movie, is going to be coming out on the 25th of May. So, um, yeah, man. So, so great stuff coming out on Netflix over the next, like, you know, month or so, but also in the next few days. So by the time you listen to this podcast, those three things would already have aired on uh, Netflix. Go check them out. Mm, interesting. Netflix is going to yes. be just like, like, like the fridge in the household. It's going to be such a, a necessity. I know. Crazy. It is, man. Seriously. And uh, to the point where like now I don't know what the hell I'm even watching anymore because I'm like, mm. oh, I've got to watch an episode of that. I've got to watch mm. an episode of that. Mm. I've got to watch mm. an episode of that. I'm like, shit. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. Um, first of all, problems, right? Um, <laughs> so, Devado, anniversary corner. What we got on anniversary corner? Mm. Yeah. So, we've got a bit of a, 
a little bit of a theme going on here. A little bit, I would say. Not a massive theme, but let's see if you can yeah. catch the theme uh, by the end. Uh, so the first uh, movie that we have on here is one from 10 years ago, 2010. And this film, the, the title itself, I, I feel unsettled even saying it, but it's called I Saw the Devil. And uh, Korean film, uh, Ji Woon King uh, directed this film. And uh, the title, man, I mean, come on. But this, this, is a, this, this film's about a secret agent uh, who extracts, sorry, exacts revenge on a serial killer through uh, a series of, oh my gosh, events. Yeah, so it's basically a serial killer has been going around killing people and uh, a secret agent or like a, a government worker uh, wants to get revenge because I think the serial killer has affected this government worker on a personal level. And the government worker or the agent sees the serial killer as the devil because of the things that they were doing, how they were killing, the torture, the the inhumanity, the depravity just of the killings, you know, young people and all sorts, you know, it's just bloody and disgusting. So that person is seen as the devil. And when you come face to face with someone like that, you literally, I guess, that's what you believe you see. Uh, so yeah, this this film actually got really good reviews. Uh, eight out of ten on IMDb. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes similar score. And these are the sort of films I think this this actually I think is on Netflix. Yeah, this is on Netflix. Uh, it's an eighteen. Uh, so be prepared for some graphicness, you know. Uh, and they and, had to cut this movie down basically. Yeah, yeah. It's two hours and twenty minutes and. It had to be cut because there was so much content. But uh, yeah, this this film, like it was, it's, this is sort of film that's being banned in places like Germany and all that, you know, they can't take these kind of, <laughs> they can't take this shit. I know. know. But, <laughs> but it's a good film for my, it's on my list to watch actually. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. And those actors, those two lead actors, I mean, um, Choi Min-sik, he's great. He's an old boy. And yeah, the other one yeah, yeah, is, yeah. Um, he's the one from um, Snake Eyes. Mm, there you go you see uh, gi joe yeah gi joe and the the the, the news is that, that well not news but the the word on the street arnold schwarzenegger was so impressed with the film that he actually went to work with the director uh on the last stand yeah so the film oh. impressed him so much that he wanted to work with the director in some capacity and they did the last stand together so uh, yeah, Korean Korean movies, man. I mean, they, uh, we 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 know about them from time ago. You know, uh, Battle Royale. Yeah, but Battle Royale is Korean, isn't it? I think Japanese. But, I think uh, that one. I think so. But yeah, I mean, we know from time ago, like the Korean films have been good. You know, for for a long time, and it seems like the yeah people are catching on now. So boy, yeah. Go check stuff, that one man. out. I I'm saw the this. devil. I'm this. Yeah, I'm gonna watch this. Yeah. One. Yeah, go check it out. Right, okay, the next one, Memories of a Geisha, 15 years ago. And this one is directed by uh, Rob Marshall. Now, that name, Matt, seriously, this guy, Rob Marshall, he's he's been behind some good movies, um, I, which yeah. I can't think of right now, but he does sound familiar, that name. But apparently this movie, it won Academy Award for Best Production Design, Be yeah. Best Cinematography. So it's, you know what, it's, it's up there and it stars... Zhang Zi, mm -hmm. who you remember from Crouching Tiger, yep, from um, yeah, from um, 
um, Rush Hour as well. She turned up Rush Hour. She's been, yep. she, you know, she, you know, she's been in, you know, Hong Kong cinema, in, in Chinese cinema, and she's been in lots of kind of uh, movies. But this movie, it took a shitload of money, man. Mm. I can't, be- I couldn't believe it when I read about this. But basically, it was, uh, it took 162 million at the box office, and based on, um, is it based on a? What is it? Let me see. I've forgotten if it's based uh, on, on a, something. On a, on a book. I think it's based on a novel. Yeah. Mm. But basically, the film is a story about a, a Japanese girl who's sold by her family to a geisha house. And so she's tra- transformed into kind of like a geisha and mm. becomes one of the most celebrated geishas of her time. So you so think about it. You know, in Japan, obviously, there's obviously the culture of the geisha. And uh, and to a lot of people, people are breathing like, what, what? hang on a second. Like, you know, that stuff went on, um, you know, it, in a lot of countries, that probably stuff still probably goes on. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a cultural thing as well. But I mean, yeah. produced by Steven Spielberg, Devaldo. Yeah, uh, and we don't mean we don't mean the geisha, but <laughs> <laughs> I remember this film being so colourful. I, I went to cinema to see this uh, on a date at the, t- at the time, actually, and the movie was colourful. It's very, very uh, dramatic movie. Uh, Ken Wantanabe is in it from Batman. Michelle Yeoh from Crouch and Tiger again. So there's a Crouch and Tiger link, but very decent film. And Zhang Jing, Zhang Chang, sorry, she she's good in this film, man. She's a really good actress. She's lovely, uh, yeah, and she's hot as well. So you know, always she's helps. lovely, but, yeah, yeah, really good film, really good. Yeah, go check that one out, folks. And we've mentioned it, we kind of referenced it before, but Crouch and Tiger, Hidden Dragon, twenty years ago, this martial arts mm-hmm. epic. Man. Directed by, um, you know, di- you know who was directed by uh, Ang Lee. Ang Lee, Ang who's Lee. yeah, he went on to direct uh, with Crouch and Tiger, Hidden Dragon. That won an Oscar. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure that won yeah. the Oscar for best foreign language movie. Yeah, I think it did. Yeah, then he did and then cult. he went on oh. to yeah, he went yeah. on to make other great movies. And you know, he's been his yeah. uh, Oscar winner, Life of Pi, Brokeback Mountain. Uh, most recently, he did um, the Will Smith movie. Oh yes, uh, the uh, the clone film. What's it called again? <laughs> <laughs> the clone movie, yeah. The 120 megahertz one, right? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hoping as we're talking, it's going to come. <laughs> I'm going to remember <laughs> my mind. My mind is telling uh, me no. I shouldn't say yeah. that. I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit man um take it back but yeah gemini man Crouching tiger is a very very uh gemini man yeah sorry uh yeah crouch and tiger that was one of the first dvds i purchased when it came out in 2000 crouch and tiger the title alone with some of these titles memoirs of a geisha crouching tiger hidden dragon i mean that tells you what you're dealing with i mean come on you seen a crouch? You seen, seen a, a tiger crouch? What, what does that happen? What happens after a crouch? A tiger? Uh, sorry, a crouch. What happens after a tiger crouches? It attacks. Yeah, I know. And when have you ever seen a dragon which is hidden? Exactly, it doesn't. But if it's if it's hiding, you'd be scared because <laughs> you're better off seeing it. Because when it's hidden and it comes out, mate, you're finished. Oh my gosh! Tiger, but you know what? Tiger. Come on, mate. It's great. It's got 97% on Rotten Tomatoes and it's got Chai Yun Fat, brilliant Hong Kong, um, you know, he's basically a Hong Kong legend. And uh, yeah. Michelle Yeoh, again, martial arts yeah. legend. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, you just got to watch it. It's sumptuous. The movie is sumptuous. Beautiful. It's like, beautiful. 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 
Well, one of the best fight scenes I've seen in karate films. I mean, there's a scene <laughs> where, <laughs> a scene where Chow Young Fat is trying to fight uh, Ji uh, Ying Zhang. Zhang Ji. Yeah, and uh, and there's, there's there's and also fighting uh, Jade Jade Fox. I think her name is. And the fight scene is wicked. I mean, I know, no, man. The choreo, oh, the choreo, the man, the choreography is just next level. I think it's the same person that did like, Matrix or someone in the Matrix was involved in it. But man, it's just and the music, the drums, like when they're fighting and the sound. Oh, come on! You know, I'm watching this film again, man. I'm watching it. This wicked, wicked, and I can't believe it's been 20 years for that bugger, yeah. man. Seriously, 20 years. Did they Go ever do? Up. Did they ever do a sequel or something they or a did. prequel? I refuse to watch it. They did a sequel with Michelle Yeoh. And I, 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 I won't watch it. It will tarnish the memory for me. Yeah, man. Yeah. 97%. It's got f- like so many kind of... Heavy film. Um, Heavy film. Heavy. Yeah, go and, out and watch it. Just, just no, listen, just watch no. it. You know? But yeah, yes. So we, moving to the next film. Next film, yeah. uh, 1995, 25 years ago, La Haine. This movie is La gangster. Haine. Like seriously, the hate... Uh, that what it means. That what it means. The hate. The hate, and oh. it is. It's mad. Now, this movie was famous also because, at the time, the the French government were worried about the violence, the street violence, and about the protests that were going on in France. And so, what what basically people said was the culture secretary at the time said, "Hey, listen, look, uh, whoever was the president at the time, look, you really need to watch." a movie like La Haine to figure out why people are so frustrated. And it was the first movie to be shown like kind of like governmental wide. They all sat down apparently and they watched this movie to try and figure out, you know, what is going on in the streets of France because people were, you know, there was a high unemployment. There was like, you know, crime. There's, mm-hmm. you know, not a lot going on. And, and I, I guess a lot of those issues are still going on in places like France and places like the UK and, and a lot of other places in Europe. But this movie, hard hitting, shot beautifully in black and white. It was one of these movies which I saw and I was like, oh my God, like why did the director go for black and white? And then when I was watching the movie, it's just brilliant about three friends one of the friends is um, like a basically a big name Hollywood actor. Like, you know, he, he's a, he's a Vincent Cassel oh, and people will name. know him from um, um, Black Swan, Ocean's West 11, World. 12 or whatever, whatever they are. That's what he goes through that laser thing, isn't it? He goes through the laser. <laughs> That's it. Security the, cat. And the music is, yeah. uh, the music is the MC Solaire or something. Oh, man. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> this movie has got a hundred percent rating oh, on Rotten up. Tomatoes. Hundred percent. No. Yes. Yes. Believe the hype. So. What? Believe the hype. Because, and it all stems, the movie stems from the murder of this Arab, French Arab is arrested, beaten and killed by the cops. And this leads to kind of riots. This leads to, you know, accusations of police brutality. And, you know, there's, there's, there's this hatred building up within the streets and the movie follows these three friends and the shit that they get up to on, you know, over, over a couple of days in, in France. It's, it's a great movie. This is, I, I'm not going to say much. All I'm going to say is, yeah, it's not in the English language, but that shouldn't deter you from watching this movie. If you can hunt it down, go mm. out and watch it. It's brilliant. Do you know who presented this film? Who? Jodie Foster. 
Jodie Foster. Yeah. Wow, yeah, she speaks French. She lived in France. Oh, is it? Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Mm, she presented She won it. a French Oscar, I think. Mm. She's been to yeah. Yale and all sorts, hasn't she? Or Harvard or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, she's yeah. a bit of a buff. Um, okay. Wow. Because back, back, back in them days, people didn't really use to present films, did they? That's like... That's something no. that came out later. So must have been one of the I, 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 Yeah. I know I know Tarantino did kind of like a lot of presenting of like yeah, Hong Kong yeah. movies. Just put his name on it to make it add to the add to the money. And also the uh you know those uh those grindhouse films that they did. Yes. Planet Terror. That is it. Kind of Planet Terror, Death Trap that. or whatever it was. Presents a lot of uh what's that guy's name? The one that did uh Hostel and Cabin Fever. He presents a lot oh, of his films as well. E- Eli Roth. Eli Roth. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go check it out. Go, go, just go, just check it out. Go out and watch it, man. Now, uh, lastly, we've got from a movie from 30 years ago, The Hunt for Red October. Let's just say one thing yeah, that's happening today. I mean, this anniversary corner, sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. This, this anniversary no, go corner, it. it's got an international vibe if people haven't yes. recognized it. But I mean, look at the titles of these films, man. Hunt for Times Red October. Memoirs of a Geisha. Crouching Tiger. Hidden Dragon. Lying <laughs> the Hate. And now you're telling me, after all that, you want to go and hunt for Red October? <laughs> Fucking heck, mate. Seriously, mate. man. These names. <laughs> listen, they. They're brilliant. Like, listen, just the, on the titles alone, you got to go out and watch them. But this one, yeah, so it's Sean Connery. So James Bond plays a Russian sub, sub, submariner, I want to say. Uh, he's a, plays a captain on a submarine. And um, it's in the whole Jack Clancy. Is it Jack Clancy? What is it? Jack Clancy. Tom Clancy. Tom Clancy, that whole Jack Ryan, Tom Clancy kind of um, that whole franchise, which this time round, it's been played by Alec Baldwin. So Alec Baldwin. Oh, now in okay. other versions, you had um, Harrison Ford playing that character. You had oh, um, yeah, yeah. Ben Affleck playing that character recently, most yeah. recently Chris Pine. And even more recent now, John Krasinski playing that character. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the Jack Ryan character is played by many different actors. So um, yeah. So um, Sean Connery, he's a Russian captain on a submarine, which goes dark and um, they there's a kind of suspense going on. Is he, what is he trying to do? He's entered US waters and Ooh. is he an enemy? Is he a threat? Is he going to launch a torpedo? Is there going to be a war with America and Russia? You know, and this is kind of taut, you know, tense thriller between obviously Alec Baldwin's character and, um, you know, uh, Sean Connery. But yeah, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a good movie. It's decent. I remember watching it back in the day. It's all right. You know, it's mm-hmm. a, it's interesting for a 90s movie. Yeah, it looks decent, actually. And the title alone for me, like I say, I mean, sometimes I, I can watch a film on a title alone. This title is yeah. Gangster, Red October, The Hunt for It, yeah? And it's funny, actually, because in the Putin documentary that I watched earlier this week, uh, True Story, that is that a submarine uh, went dark uh, and it, it, it went like, you know, all the systems failed and a hundred and odd, a hundred odd, uh, you know, uh, I guess crew uh, all died and it was during Putin's uh, leadership and he was on holiday. He didn't, he was on holiday while it happened. He didn't even leave his holiday to come and deal with it. He stayed on Mm -hmm. holiday and all these people died and you know, it's sad, but yeah, the hunt for red October is a movie version 
of uh, possibly something like that. But obviously, I'm pretty sure they'll save him. But yeah, it's, it's crazy what can happen in a submarine. You're underwater in a massive machine. If shit goes wrong, you're literally submerged and you're effed. You know, so. But you know, know what? We're just talking about all this kind of Russian stuff and everything, spy shit. Just recently, I think like happened like a day or so ago, the Russian ambassador to China was found murdered. Oh my gosh. So. Surprise, surprise. Poisoned, yeah. There's some shit going on, man. International espionage, man. This is Don't all happening in front of us. Don't mess with um, Russian. Exactly. And this leads us into nice little segue into the movie that I want to quickly speak about. Won't spend too much on this one, but I'm going to just tell you straight away, please, 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 please try and watch this movie, rent it, or if do what I did with Amazon Prime, you can sign up for, you know, with, with your Amazon Prime subscription, they've got, um, yeah. with Amazon, you can buy these, uh, these channels. They've got these other channels, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Shudder. So, Shudder um, would be a one, isn't it? That's, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> what, what you, what you do is you can, um, so you sign up for their, um, the free service. So you get 30 days free and then you've got access to all these extra hundreds and hundreds of movies. So this movie was part of this other extra subscription, which I signed up for and, um, you sign up and then you cancel it straight away and then you get it for 30 days. And, and this one is called, I think it's called Arrow Video. So it's on, uh, the Amazon Prime thing. Go, you know, go over there and check it all out and you will find this movie that I'm going to speak about. It was made in 2018 and it's called Why Don't You Just Die? Now, this is, I think in my lifetime, this is the second Russian movie that I've seen in my lifetime devoured. The first movie was a movie called, I think it was called Night Watch. This crazy... Oh, yeah. Night Watch was good, yeah. Yeah. This mad, like, supernaturally sci-fi type of a thing, which I remember watching like time and time ago. I think this is my second movie. And... I think, you know, the two movies that I've seen from Russia, they've actually been quite good. So a part of me is thinking, shit, man, I should go check out more Russian movies. So this movie is Why Don't You Just Die? And it stars Alexander Kuznetsov, Evinegia, crazy. Okay, I'm not going to go with the names, but basically this, the, the premise of this movie is mad, right? So Olya is seeing Matvey. Olya says to Matvey, Matvey, my dad raped me when I was a kid. Uh, he molested me when I was a kid and I want you to go and kill him. So you're thinking, holy shit, this movie is dark. It's, it's, it's just like, you know, starts off in that vein, right? So the movie starts off with Matvey knocking on the door and he's there to take out Olya's dad. All right. So this is the daughter wants her own dad killed. Oh and he knocks on the door with his right hand and with his left hand, he's got a hammer behind his back, right? He's got a hammer behind Ooh. his back, right? And this is amazing, man. So literally from the get-go, the movie is nonstop. Imagine Quentin Tarantino meets Guy Ritchie and you will get a bloody, messy, gory, funny movie, man. And it's it's about him, Matvey, trying to kill this guy, this dad, who's apparently done this really, really bad thing. And amidst all of this, there's comedy, uh, there's money plot in there. There's this, obviously this love plot going on in there. You know, it is absolutely bonkers. You will have the best one and a half hours of your time watching this movie. And <laughs> how many Russian movies 
you know, listeners, how many Russian movies have you seen out there? If you've seen a lot, okay. But if you haven't seen any Russian movies, uh, uh, listen, I implore you to go out and rent this movie. It's only a couple of pounds. Like if you haven't got Amazon Prime, but if you can get hold of the Amazon Prime subscription and then subscribe to this other thing called Arrow Video, you can watch it for free and it is brilliant. And um, like I said before, it's got like, um, you know, gunfights, it's got blood, it's got, um, you know, being chained up, it's got trying to, you know, escape. There's just too many things in this movie and I don't want to give things away, but uh, if you enjoy Tarantino, if you enjoy uh, Guy Ritchie movies, then you're definitely going to love this one. Um, yeah, it's called Why Don't You Just Die, man. Go watch it. And um, yeah, this, that, that's it. It's a recommended movie. Oh, wow. That, that sounds very interesting, actually. I do like a, a quirky, random uh international movie and that's uh only because you know we get thrown so many hollywood movies our way but some of the best films are international like you say and i think i should definitely give that one a give that one a try definitely seems like a decent film to watch i think there's a bit of a list there for for quarantine lahane for sure why don't you just die yep and i think i need to see crouch and tiger hidden dragon again so exactly mm. and this is rated um 95% 95% of Rotten Tomatoes. So it's rated Ooh. quite high on this one and it's really, really good. 95, dead or alive. Yes. Mm, mm. Go for it, go okay. for it. Right, okay, Devaldo, what are we doing next? Okay, so I got. Uh, what, I think I've got time just to squeeze in one quick hidden gem. Uh, and I'm trying to think of which one I should squeeze in, actually. Maybe I'll squeeze in ooh, the green room. Uh, it's not international, but at the same time, it does star... Uh, I forgot his name now, but he actually passed away, unfortunately. Uh, he was in Star Trek. He was a Russian in Star Trek. And uh, oh, he, Anton, he passed away. Anton, Anton Yelchin. That's it, yeah. I think he may be Russian in real life, actually, or part Russian. But yeah, he actually passed away in real life a few years ago. But yeah, yeah. The Green Room is uh, it's a mad film, basically. A mad film. A group of punk rockers, uh, heavy, like hardcore heavy metal group of four or five of them, I think it is. And, and uh, Anton Yelchin is one of those. Uh, they are in America somewhere. Also, Joe Cole is in it as well. The guy yeah. from... Yeah, Joe Gangs Cole. Of... He was in uh, Gangs of London. He's been in lots of other stuff as well. But yeah, he's in it as yeah. well. Plays an American. But yeah, they're out, they're out in, the, in, the, in, the, in the sticks somewhere uh, trying to get a gig. They're all broke. They actually have to uh, do that thing where they steal petrol just to drive, you know. And... Uh, wow. They're trying to get a gig. They find out from someone there's a gig somewhere down the road. They drive to this gig. It's a it's a it's a, it's a Nazi. Uh, <laughs> the, this shit. The, the crowd is all like neo Nazi skinheads, and they're like, you know what? We need the money, man. So they go there, and they're singing their songs. And you know, f- at first, the crowd don't like them, and then the crowd like them, and it's like it's crazy. So they go to the green room uh, to go and you know. I guess in between the break, the full break, they go to the green room. And as they step in there, they see a madness. <laughs> they see a madness. Something in there has happened and it is mad. And that changes everything. Because until then, they're just a broke group trying to make music. But when they go into the green room and see what's in there, and because the people in there see that they see, they ain't oh. going anywhere. You're staying oh, right here. Shit. So then they become involved. They try and get away. Not happening. You stay here. And before you know it, oh man, one thing leads to another, leads to another. Someone gets their hand blown off. There's hammers involved. 
there's dogs eating people, there's people getting sh- shot, there's limbs getting lost, mates. Oh, shit, <laughs> this is called the Red Room. This, this room <laughs> doesn't me, stay green for long. It is oh mad. Gosh. It's a mad film. It's, 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 I wouldn't call it horror, even though it's, it does come up as horror in some, in some lists, but it's just, it's just in your face craziness. It's madness. And I yeah. noticed, I noticed it's got Jean-Luc Picard in this. Yes. Jean-Luc Picard. <laughs> so Patrick Stewart is in the film. I don't know what the heck he's doing in the film. I'll be honest with you. What's he doing? I don't know what he's doing in the film. He must know someone or maybe he just happened to be there and they said, okay, come on set. He's got no business being in this film. He's acting. <laughs> <laughs> like this film is like in the, the, the sort of, uh, like, I don't know. Where's it based? I don't know if, if the film is based down south or somewhere where the accents are proper American. It's somewhere in America, like proper American accents. Yeah. Uh, and his accent... I don't know what it is. I don't know if he's trying to put in an American accent or he's just, his English accent. Maybe he's been in America so long that it sounds a bit English. I don't know what he's doing there, mate. I just kept thinking any minute, someone's going to beam him up. <laughs> That's what I thought. He just seemed misplaced. But you know what? He's, he does well. Don't get me wrong. He does, a, he does a, good, a good job acting and he does, he plays his part well. Maybe because of who he is, it's really unexpected. And that again, throws a whole loop in the whole series of events. So yeah, it's crazy, 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 crazy. So yeah. Uh, so that's that. Yeah. But yeah, the green room, 2015, great hidden gem. I watched that on guess where on Rakuten. That leads us to our competition this week. Uh, we're going to give you a Rakuten uh, cinema voucher. So you can watch a movie of your choice in your home at your leisure. Once you enter the code, you have 48 hours to watch the movie as many times as you like. Uh, so, yep, how are you going to win it this week? This week, if you are a follower, that's great. We we enjoy and we are, we are proud to have you following us on Instagram. But if you are a follower, uh, then the, what you have to do is get someone else to follow us, re- recommend us to a friend, and then they can follow us. And you just have to put on Instagram a, yeah, put on there what you think is your best your favourite international movie. Yes. Bob's your uncle. International movie. If you're a follower and you get someone else to follow us, if you're not a follower, all you need to do is then follow us and then just message us and say, I'm a new follower. I want to, I want to win your code and we will send it to you. Yeah. Oh man, that is it. That's all you need to do. Communicate. We just want to communicate and get to know you all just so we can provide the best service for you. So that's why we're doing it. And so you can enjoy movies because you can't go anywhere, can you? You're not going out to the cinema. You stay in your ass home. (laughs) Exactly. In the green room. Yeah. Um, But yeah, man, great. Those are Mm. great movies. Yeah. So go check them out, folks. Get in touch with us and um, we will see you on the next episode. Yeah, peace out, guys. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Just pop in the Flixsters podcast.